Thought Cops Live is back. Come and see us on stage in Neo Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge, Friday, June 18th at 11 p.m. Join us for a night of irony-poisoned alternative comedy forged from the darkest corners of the internet. Featuring special guest Aaron Klopfer. And don't forget to bring your own two minutes of hate. We want to hear what's bothering you. Thought Cops live from Neo Chicago. Tickets on sale now. Link in the episode description. Thought Cops Live is back. Come and see us on stage in Neo Chicago at the Lincoln Lodge, Friday, June 18th at 11 p.m. Join us for a night of irony-poisoned alternative comedy forged from the darkest corners of the internet. Featuring special guest Aaron Klopfer. And don't forget to bring your own two minutes of hate. We want to hear what's bothering you. Thought Cops live from Neo Chicago. Tickets on sale now. Link in the episode description. Thought Cops, the only podcast where every week we police the mean streets of the internet because, hey, somebody's got to do it. And then we let you be the judge, the jury, and the executioner in the court of public opinion. Coming to you live from Neo Chicago, I'm Officer Kevin. I'm Officer Grant. I just realized that the the bit that I did last time, you, uh, we're all familiar with the bit I was doing. The, oh, I, the, I like to forget. The Legion of Gays. I just realized that the most appropriate time that I would have done that would have been this month, which is Pride Month. I don't know why I didn't think to do that. No words. That was stupid of me. No fucking words. A fucking moron. How the hell are you, Grant? normal all right uh well let's move on with the show uh this is a normal conversation between new uh two normal human beings it let's, really is i mean this is this is this is it folks this let's is let's give a thank the you magic right here to our guest from last time nico thank you nico hey and let's also uh give a a very big thank you to Zwick, who, thanks to his magical audio wizardry fairy dust shit or whatever the fuck fago i think um we got our first live youtube video yes excellent work swick we we put this guy through the ringer we love you swick and we appreciate all you do for us man great work uh the i think it was a a great success people want to see what's going on in the room here you know they want to see our 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 faces our expressionless faces uh i'm looking in the chat here oprah yeah we got oprah in the background here uh if you donate on patreon over at patreon.com slash thought cops you can be in the live chat and watch the live episode stream i'm looking at the chat right now we got june bat here who says i love that these videos have shown me how much kevin puts his body into the intro and that's a little now everybody knows what i go through is just watching my head as i that's a little trick for any any you any you folks at home who want to broadcast you got to put your body into it because that comes across when you listen to it if you just you know you're just sitting there talking you're gonna just just gonna hear that same energy but if you throw your body into it into that intro you can just feel the throbbing energy coursing through your ass 
And uh, joining us is a new guest, uh, Kibi. Oh, let's give a warm welcome to uh, Kibi. Yes. How the hell are you, Kibi? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I'm happy to be on the show. We appreciate you coming on. And we're happy to have here uh, you here, sorry my friend. Sorry about the ass talk. Yeah, it's okay. I expect it. Um, whatever. Wait, I don't know. I don't know how to take that, but I will take it the best way possible. Um, that being said, Kibi, you are an animator, an illustrator. Uh, you got your own Newgrounds channel. You do a lot of uh, you do a lot of funny comics on the internet. And the reason I that I started following you personally was because of uh, Epic Gamer Comics. Those are so fucking funny. Yeah, those very funny. Hard. So, if you want to talk a little bit about all that stuff, well, sure. Um, I am an illustrator and animator. I I never thought to call myself an illustrator. I'm just an artist in my brain. But uh, that is a good way to put it. Uh, I. I started off making comics. Uh, Epic Gamer Comic is the one that really got me to fame. I started making that because of uh, Power Up Comics. Oh, I, yeah, those yeah, are great. Yeah. yeah, those are fantastic. I, and I love the guy who makes them. He's a great guy. Uh, and I started making them because I thought Power Up Comics, one, had ended, and two, was unironic. Oh, really? So, yeah, I, I had no clue that it was a guy like playing characters. Uh, sorry to ruin the magic for anybody who didn't know. <laughs> no, we we've talked about Power Up Comics here on the show before. I, I, I yeah, gave I it my like key to the city multiple a, times. Yeah, a few years back because yeah. it's uh and it no it was one of those things where at first I had to like look at it for a little bit longer than a minute because I'm like I wanted I, I wasn't sure if it was like right. ripped directly from a GeoCity site from 2003 <laughs> or if it was like a parody because you know right, they would have yeah. like the, the one I think one of the most famous ones is like uh, the one with George W. Bush where he's like yeah. Oh, Oil I don't love oil. I don't. And then he's just like, <laughs> he's wearing yes, a you do. That says, and then he, I heart oil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're brilliant. And you, you take that same energy. Uh, Kibi, I, I am someone who uh, I grew up in that era of the internet, the early 2000s. And I, I myself had a web comic, albeit it was a, a not illustrated, but a sprite comic. Ooh. I put out a hit on that. Uh, somebody found my Angel Fire website a couple years back. I sent them some free stickers for finding it. And uh, but I, I consumed a lot of that content when I was of that age and when I was using the computer because uh, I, I w- it was like there wasn't a lot of um, media that would reference video games in the same way that I, I, I might see on uh, Newgrounds.com or any of these yeah. uh, various uh, gamer comics. Uh, God, what the hell? Right. I'm thinking of like some of the big ones like VG Cats was up there. Oh, VG Cats is messed up. Um. God, control alt delete. Uh, I never got I never got into that one, but of course that's become sort of uh infamous over the years. I actually read through uh all of like the main run of control alt delete last year. Really? Was that for yes. research? Like for your own work? Yes, definitely just, for like, research. Curious? It definitely okay, was for okay. research. And out of curiosity. Uh there is some horrible stuff in there. <laughs> like horrible in what sense? Like cr- like cringy or like offensive or both? both? Okay, I had a funny feeling. There's it just a, from that, yeah. There's an arc where the uh, main character gets brainwashed into becoming an activist for Apple, and they call themselves the Mac Panthers, and he c- changes his name uh, to Malcolm OSX. No, <laughs> it's like it's awful. <laughs> that is so awful. Like I, I that stuff. Well, when did that come out? Was that recently or was that like years and years ago? That, that was like ages ago. That's like when it looked like loss. Okay, for sure. Because I know it, it's still going, I think, right? It is. Wait, I, I, he rebooted I it. Uh, okay. Macintosh Luther King Jr. 
You want to write for uh, Control Out Delete, Grant? Maybe. I don't know if they're hiring. <laughs> you send them your resume. I don't think Tim <laughs> Buckley would hire anybody. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, your, your comics embody a lot of that spirit where it's sort of a, uh, a, a tongue-in-cheek takedown of that culture as a whole, that, that, uh, that, that uh, crew, that niche of internet content creators from the area where, or era where... Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm trying to think of another good one like that. The cake. How do I, what's the best way to find all the gamers and geeks in the crowd at this party? Love that one. Oh, the cake is so good and moist and delicious. And then off off screen, we see the bubble. It says the cake is a lie. <laughs> and I've the characters that one, like, like several times. And the characters like have this like the smarmiest glance at each other. And <laughs> it's, it's just so it, it, you want to blow your fucking brains out when you read it. It's 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 truly terrible, but. Um, if you could talk a little bit about just epic gamer comic in general, like the specificities of like the characters and kind of what you put in there, do you put like story arcs in there to pay homage to some of these uh, other comics? Oh, absolutely. Um, there are story arcs. Uh, I, over okay, it's actually changed a lot as I've made it because the very first ones like were like in 2018 and they didn't get like any attention. Um. Like, I made the first ones in, like, 2018 and, like, early 2019. There was, like, 12 originally, and no one cared about them. They were just stupid jokes like, ha-ha, Mario's doing weed. It's the mushrooms. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> it makes you think. You play, you play those it games really now, you're going to look at them a little differently. Yeah, and, oh, Pokemon is dogfighting. And, oh, man, how can a 10-year-old catch God? It's stuff like that. Uh, yeah, right, right. Right, yeah. Um, the classic. The most, the most classic basic stuff you could do for a gamer comic. And uh, it was in those 12s that I introduced uh, the main, the two main characters. Uh, back then, they were just known as the Epic Gamers, Epic Gamer 1 and Epic Gamer 2. But now they have more specific names, Gene and Eric, um, which kind of comes together. That comes together to be like, they're now the generic gamer comic characters, Gene Eric. Um, so those 12 just didn't really take off at all. And so I just kind of stopped making them for a while. You know, I, I just kind of got bored, didn't have any ideas. Um, there were like some that I had sketched on paper that I never got to making during that time. But they all just, you know, I just kind of got bored. And then uh, it was around March of 20, uh, 2020, last year, uh, there was that big trend with like Isabel and doom guy uh where like everybody was like drawing like wholesome art and like being like oh man they're yeah, best friends yeah yeah um i was getting really annoyed and sick of that same so were we we talked about it on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i decided to make a brand new epic gamer comic epic gamer comic 13 where uh it was just i i think i can pretty much recite it from memory it's what if Isabel and the Doom Man were besties? And then, like, there's a last panel that has, like, Big Chunk as Keanu Reeves. And yes, says, and that was... This is so wholesome. That was the comic I followed you for, because it was one of those things where I'm like... It, it felt like no one was making fun of this thing that I really found very right, annoying. Right. And then you just nailed it on the head, and I didn't see anyone doing it. And I'm like, I'm giving this guy a follow. This is funny. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, I remember like the the big Chungus thing too, because I think that was around the time where um, everybody was like eating up the Keanu thing like completely yeah. with uh, with no no critical eye. And yeah, Grant's pulled up the uh, the comic here as well. Um, well. Once I figure how to pull this up, yeah, there it is. There it is. If I can sort of zoom in. 
too much yeah, going on is. on the screen, but if if you zoom in, if you look hard enough, you, you got to squint. It. It's uh, yeah. yeah. And if but you look at the replies like, of that comic, people got so mad. How, how so? Like furious that I would even like dare to make fun of it. Like they were just like, what? was it like a let people enjoy things? Yes, kind of thing? absolutely. That was like the most common comment. Come that was it. I mean, like. Gamer culture is so fucking predictable. You just take two things into an epic mashup that people are talking about on Twitter that week and be like, oh, Mario Golf and uh, I don't know. What's another fucking like uh, thing that's happening this week? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever. It just, sure. yeah, you just throw these, th- these things together. All you do, you, like if you're any sort of like illustrator or whatever, you just toss them together. You rack up like 2000 likes on Twitter. It's, it's and heinous. It's just this like, Hecking wholesome bull crap. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so I just made that off of, you know, off of just out of a whim. Uh, and it blew up. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, well, finally a comic I made is actually getting some attention. Maybe I'll make some more of these Epic Gamer comics. And Hell yeah. I just kept making them. Uh, there was a lot of them that blew up. Uh, the ones I make now don't get as quite as big because I think the, you know the time's coming past because now people like are very like used to epic gamer comics and just gamer comics in general. Um, yeah. But the one that undoubtedly is the biggest is the one where they're at a party, right? And uh, Eric says, to "Gene, man, I wonder how we can find the gamers at this party." And Gene just yells, "I hate women." <laughs> <laughs> and and then it's just a panel of like Eric looking like upset at Gene, and like he's just, and then like the last panel is the same panel as the last, but he just says, "Dude, just like <laughs> that's perfect." Yeah, I mean, it's, like it's great. You're 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 lambasting the gamer culture. You're not you're not you know you're, like nobody needed to take them down a peg. Nobody, you know, nobody. Um, the funny thing about that one is it's actually an edit of the comic before it. Um, in the comic before it, Eric didn't have any objections, and then like the last panel was like every gamer on Earth getting executed. Which have you that- ever done anything with uh, Game Master Anthony? If you're familiar with him, I am not familiar with him actually. It's like this legendary forum post from uh, the early 2000s where it's like, all right, guys, it's my 30th birthday. Time to throw it in for a party with everything. And it's like in asterisks, it says like every fictional character from every video game property, movie property and TV show property come together and have a huge party. That's fucking epic. <laughs> That's man. awesome. It's, it, it's one of the it, it's one of the absolute best um, forum posts of all time. I think I gave him a key to the city on this at some point because somebody like interviewed him for his 40th birthday recently and was like hey your post from 10 years ago is viral where you were uh right celebrating with all the fictional characters how are you doing now and he's like yeah we're still having a good time you know at least he hasn't lost his mind or he already has and he doesn't have to worry about losing it further it's probably the latter uh but let's move right along though to a little bit of our own show news uh like we said in the promo at the beginning of the episode we got a live show coming up which of course you can scroll down to the episode description get tickets for that at the lincoln lodge june 18th friday at 11 p.m it's going to be a good time with a special guest aaron klopfer uh twitch.tv slash thought cops we're still doing we're uh we're okay imagine like the little orange construction cone we're doing a little bit of under construction work right. right now we're we're figuring out we're 
we're putting up a lot more clips on our YouTube channel. And just like I said, the, the pivot to video that we've been doing recently has taken up a lot more of our attention because right. we just want to we want to divide our our ideas and everything into what else we can be doing to do different things, especially as the world begins to slowly open back up as the world turns. So, uh, like I said, you know, you hey, just come see us in person. You know, it's even better than Twitch. And if you can't, like Kevin said, there's clips now. Um, we're going to try and put out like a regular amount of clips. Um, here, I, I actually don't have it planned. I was going to pull it up, but, uh, we've, we've been, we've been working on some, some chunks of the show. I know other shows, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, it's a two hour long show, you know, one or two hours long. It, not everybody wants to listen to it, but if they have a chunk where we talk about, john cena giving his apology to china in chinese then maybe someone will want to click that and watch that um so we're we're trying to put more effort into that type of stuff and i'm hoping that if hopefully maybe by the end of june we'll finally hit the 500 subscriber mark on youtube wow can you imagine that's a big no. mark. it is a big mark it's it's an i i can only hope to get past it i mean i I know we were focusing for a long time on the RSS feed aspect of the podcast, and we still are, but it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, we're just building on top. We laid the foundation. We got this great product. We're just going to add a little extra in. So, you know, if you see that, make sure you subscribe. Tell your friends. Spread some of those videos around. Link it, you know, link it to people. Put it on your Facebook or whatever the fuck people use. Yeah. Let's move right along, though, to a very famous, very favorite segment of the show. Of course, Grant, I'm talking about two minutes of hate. We like to blanket punish all that annoying, random crap that we see on the Internet every single day. I'm on my phone. I'm on my computer. I'm going, ooh, baby, you got to cut this out. My two minutes of hate this week goes to the rumor mill. Mm. I am sick of rumors. Yeah, I don't care for them. I'm not talking about I don't about, give a shit. I'm not talking about gossip. I'm not talking about Fleetwood Mac. I'm talking about video game rumors specifically. Like now, I the, I tend uh, to yeah, I, I, I tend to this. sort of follow this kind of thing. I follow some accounts that um, you know, have the insider information on what's going to happen, what's going to show up. What a bunch time. of people's uncles work for Nintendo. Exactly. And I follow all of their uncles on Twitter. And we're mutuals, and they share with me. They say, guess what? At 9 a.m. tomorrow, Nintendo will reveal the Switch Pro. I heard it from somebody who told me and that someone told them. And then it goes all or every fucking day with this. It's all these rumors. And it's like, it's been going on forever. It's whatever different kind of... It's um, I feel like it's most common around video game news, especially where, like... I mean, ever since the new Smash Brothers came out, it's been constant, like... Oh, I heard this character is going to be in. I heard this character is going to be in. And then it's just like all this evidence and this fake. And if you go back and look at so much of it, it's just like 99% of it is a bunch of crap. Right. It's uh, like the, 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 the lengths that people go through to, to trick people or just lie <laughs> is so bizarre. <laughs> and it's just at this point, it's like I, I, I give no credence to, the, to any of the rumors anymore. It's exhausting to even think about. At this point, it's like, if it's in my hands, I'll enjoy it. But I am done with this 
like and I, I do still follow these accounts and it's like guy tomorrow at 2 p.m. it's gonna have and like then 2 p.m. passes probably gonna be 4 p.m. they're gonna it's just like this is just like pathetic and annoying see this is why I never do any of the talking about video games I just play video games you know I don't draw comics about video games <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> read news about vi- I just like you basically you tell me hey did you see the new uh smash bros ca- character came out and i'm like no i haven't downloaded the old ones and you're like oh you should do that and then i do it that's basically it trickles in all from you so i'm your uncle in nintendo basically yeah yeah um cashew in the chat also wants to uh points out that uh the switch pro is coming out tomorrow and the next day 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 and the you pro- get, it's like mr Krabs. And the problem with these rumors, too, is the hype train, Grant. The hype train's going to fall off the rails because you got all these rumors. You got all this conjecture. People get their expectations so high that it all falls apart. And that was the big reason with uh, all the all the backlash against the Super Mario 3D All-Stars collection, because for months and months, they're like, it's coming, it's coming. It's going to be this big celebration of all the titles, and they're going to look better than ever. And it's like, for the most part, like some of the games looked exactly the same, and some of them had minor improvements. And I didn't hate it as much as some people, but I did find it underwhelming. But Kiba, you seem to kind of be a little bit familiar with this. Oh, absolutely. I I do keep up with all the rumors and stuff. And like like you said, 99% of the time it's fake. But I think the thing that keeps people coming back is just like the 1% of the time that it is real. You know? And sometimes it is like, yeah, there's like these 4chan posts that go around and it's like a little bit like they they called a little bit too many things correctly where it's like well that means the two things that are left have to happen and that mm-hmm. that's when it does kind of get exciting because then you start to be like well if they were right about everything else that's happened absolutely the other stuff on this list is probably true too so but then a lot i think of the times, at that point a lot of the times yeah at that, that point you can kind of feel yeah but a lot but of times like the same thing they like have real information but like also just sprinkle in some fake stuff so that like they don't get caught yeah so bizarre man and then even like when they do these Nintendo Directs or we have like E3 coming up, like sometimes they leak one or two hours before the presentation and just watch it's, it in yeah, an hour, you know? Yeah, it's really annoying. I mean, you, you must find it at least like it's somewhat exhausting just oh, to fucking parse through this. And it's just, again, it like at the end of the day, it, it, it'll happen when it happens. When it's in your hands, you'll get to play it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Grant, you're not wrong about that approach. It just, yeah. It, yeah. you know, it is, it, there's something like, there is something exciting about it. Like, I think I've complained about this in the Discord before. Yeah. And I remember like, <laughs> I remember Slime said it was almost more fun the conjecture was almost more fun than actually getting the games or the content because oh, of all like I, I forgot how he phrased it like some way of the the sneaking around aspect of it and finding out what might be true and then finding out that when it does become true it's exciting but it, I, for me personally it's at a point now where it is completely exhausting and especially recently like this Switch Pro See, rumor stuff every day with, with the Switch Pro thing I believe the more broad ones, like just Nintendo's going to announce it before E3. I don't believe any specific days. Just, you know, like mm-hmm. hearing rumors about people saying, oh, yeah, Nintendo will probably announce this before E3 so that they can announce some games for it at E3. Like, that's reasonable. You know, that's something that's like, okay, this might happen. 
But if if you're like listening to exact dates and like times and everything, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. That's my thing. I don't expect anything, so I'm never disappointed. Yeah. People are like, hey, new Mario Golf. And I'm like, sure. Always a pleasant surprise. Yeah. True. That is true. Um, And I think it is a lot more uh, the, the, the whole speculation being more fun than the thing uh, that you get. That is a lot more fun a lot of the time, especially with Smash Brothers characters. I'll read up on speculation and rumors and leaks all the time for Smash, and it's way more fun than like actually getting the character because I'll get the character and then I'll play with them for like you know, like <laughs> an hour or two, and then I won't yeah, play right. the game again until the next character comes out. Yeah, pretty much same. Or like if I have friends over or something. Yeah. yeah, see, I feel like I fell off of the uh the Smash Bros thing because it's like I would only play Smash Bros if I go over to like your place and we have a bunch of people over. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's been missing and so it's just like, well, I what am I going to do? Play Smash Bros by myself or play with a fucked up internet connection where the other person's just constantly dropping out like Yeah. Yeah, so which it's, is it's coming yeah. back. It's going to happen. Yeah, I'm here for it. But even even with the Smash stuff, it's like, you know, they've released so many characters at this point. It's just like, you know, what, whatever they want to throw out there yeah. at this point, just let it happen. And, so, and at this point, I've gotten most of the characters I want. You know, exactly. Exactly. What about Gino? He's not coming. What about Luigi? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my punishment here is um, uh, I I. I get to one of my siblings has a kid and I get a job at Nintendo and I get to, ah. I get to leak information to one of my siblings kids. You can start a new Twitter account called Waluigi 64. <laughs> well, that's for like deals and stuff. My, yeah. Waluigi 64. That's going to be for like all the down low rumors. Right, exactly. Yeah. And all the, all the secret stuff from somebody's uncle at Nintendo. Right. That's and if, be you, if you'll remember Grant, I did uh, when I visited Japan a couple of years ago, uh, I stopped by Nintendo HQ in Kyoto. Right, right. And I thought it, I thought it would be funny if I, uh, I I took a picture with my Nintendo Switch doing the soy face in front of the Nintendo logo outside of the building. So, and Grant's grabbing his Switch right now, so I can display this for the folks at home. So I was I was I, you know I went to Japan. I, at the time, I didn't really know much Japanese at all. So I just went up to a stranger and I uh, pantomimed a camera. And asking him to take a picture of me, and I pulled out my backpack and I pulled out my switch and I stood by the big logo and I went like, I opened my classic, mouth really big with this the, with the switch. The and classic it, soy boy Wojak. And at the same time, like twenty guys in suits walked out of the Nintendo building and stopped and stared at me, <laughs> and they all just started laughing. And I like to think that I intro I, I like to think that I introduced them to the to the soy jack, you know? And I it's perhaps taking Japan by storm right now. Um, Could you imagine they see you and then like later on, like a year or so later, they're like scrolling the internet and they see like the they see the Wojak on their computer and they're like, Oh It's that white guy with the Hawaiian shirt and the sunburn. Oh my god, he's famous. <laughs> Uh, truly a landmark moment in my life. Um, but Kibi, what's bothering you, man? What's uh, what's your two minutes of hate? It was kind of hard for me to come. Uh, it was kind of hard for me to come up with one. I there's not much that bothers me. Anything that does bother me, I usually just block it out. I you know, and that's healthy. Yeah, I, I applaud you. I try to keep it off my feeds. But yes, uh, this it happened. It it came to me. The thing that's annoying me now, it came to me. Um. And that is joke explainers. 
Yeah. People who feel the need to either explain a joke or just like on something that's funny, be like, don't worry, guys, it's not real. Just so you don't have to worry. And it's like, well, now I thought it was real, but now it's not real. And now the magic's gone. Do you feel that was the case for Power Up Comics with you, where you 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 felt the magic was gone when you found out it wasn't real? Oh, no, definitely not. Uh, Power Up Comics, I feel like if someone had told me it was fake, I probably would have been a little bit more inclined to be like, oh, man. But since I found it out myself, it was more like a discovery than... I, I agree 100%, because yeah. I, I, I was on the same path with that, where I was... I, I I personally I I I one of my favorite fucking things in life is finding and obsessing over some YouTube channel or some weird right, account right. where I just I I pour over it for weeks. You yeah. know what I'm thinking of specifically is Tamers exactly. and like the uh the the whole concept of like is Tamers as a person really like this or is it a troll and like. We talk, I feel like we talk about it a lot. We talk about it too much, probably. But the fact that we sort of still have this sort of like back and forth of like, is this real? Is this not real? Like, does make it more interesting than things that are just like obvious, just in your face. Like, here's the joke, you fucking idiot. And it's just like, why can't I just. Like, like Kibi's saying, why can't I just enjoy the fucking joke? Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like if somebody, t- if somebody just was telling me like, Hey, flat earth Homer is fake. It's not, it's all a joke. It's a troll. It would be like right. if somebody told me Santa Claus wasn't real, you know, <laughs> absolutely it's disappointing. It was far yeah. worse. Right. Here, let me get the thing that, uh, someone explained that I was just like, Oh no, that's not funny anymore. Uh, it's, it's a TikTok. Okay. Uh, have you ever seen the TikTok where like the dude's crying and he says his baby brother got eaten by a lion? Uh, maybe and there's like an old man I, on the other side like making growling noises and laughing oh yeah yeah i've seen that yeah 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 yeah. i'll put it in podcast chat okay i see that here yeah, yeah. so when i pull that up i have retweeted this yeah, today because i I've, I've loved this video for like ages um and then someone just responds to my retweet because it didn't untag me and says in case there's anybody who doesn't know the video on the left is the original so don't worry and now it's like well great now i know that it wasn't an old man making fun of a guy getting his baby brother eaten. It's like, what are we, right. babies? Like, come right. on. Like, it's, don't worry, it's not scary. It's just a bad dream. Here, I'm, I'm gonna pull this up, uh, so we can all, we can all listen together. Uh, so the, the, um, the, the thing on the right says, my br- baby brother was eaten by a lion while on a trip to Africa this year. The guy's crying. And then, what you're hearing is the guy on the left. <laughs> that's good classic it's a great video yeah like who yeah like the 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 funny thing of that is the shocking aspect of it like yeah like this old guy's making nobody's nobody's there like right nobody I don't it it really worries me that people see things like that and like have this have these reactions to things that are obviously just a joke. I mean I I don't know. Yeah. And even if it's not this is not your life. This is not your responsibility. Right. right yeah. yeah. It's just it's just I annoying. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot more fun it to just feels like everything's being right and it just feels like everything's being dumbed down because like 
somebody's gonna not understand the joke and then take it to, and it's just like we can't do that for everything like it's gonna happen i, and I get, do i do understand that there's situations the kid's already dead at this point like what does it matter <laughs> i do understand that there's situations like in comedy specifically that like maybe we do need to carve out certain spaces a little bit better than yeah. what we've done in the past where people just sort of like bully pulpit certain ideas and it's like oh actually i wasn't being ironic and some people actually are like this and it's like yeah maybe we do need to like sort of push away from that a little more you know but at the same time it's like yeah if there's certain things that just obviously are not that and people like for the people that don't understand the joke like I, I don't yeah why does it need to be watered to, I, I don't know it's couldn't I'm tell angry. you I'm couldn't angry you. Uh, but Kibi I'm gonna leave this in your hands if you can punish them these joke <laughs> explainers uh I guess my punishment this is just off the cuff probably just anytime they try to make a joke the punchline is either ruined before they can say it or it's just explained and ruined like just some guy like walks out in front of me. He's like, I'm gonna let you finish, but let me just let before you before right. you do this is actually this is just a joke. Yeah, yeah just just it's, just to make sure me- everybody it's knows. meant for everyone's trying to have a laugh here and have a good time. Anyway, go ahead and continue. Right, like yeah, a, yeah. Uh, that, a gaggle of a gaggle of lawyers follow the people around. Like. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That or just anytime they're trying to like have a sense of wonder about something, like wow, I wonder if this is real or not. Someone just comes and like just takes their sense of discovery away, like. No, actually, you know, it's real, you know, or no, it's fake. Yeah, there's, there's no sense of wonder anymore. Yeah, I've been feeling that lately. I've been really feeling that with the internet, that my sense of wonder towards everything is just gone. It's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Nothing's, nothing's that great anymore. You see somebody who does like some fucking amazing feat that no other people can do anymore. Or no, no, but nobody else is capable of doing this one thing. And you watch like a video on this person, and they're like, "Actually, what he's doing is it's just like I don't know, man." Yeah. Could couldn't you just say it's just magic? Can't we just think magic? Can't we just be dumb? Do we have to be dumb about things like vaccines and stuff like that? Can't I just have this one thing? Can't I just have comedy? You can't have a magic show if you know it's not magic. Right. We were talking about that in the in the Discord a couple months ago about like satire and like the role of satire and like and one if, of the episodes recently for an extended amount of time we talk about it a lot um speaking of talking about things a lot uh my two minutes of hate this week i'm going into this blind and cold because i haven't really thought this out very well and uh as we all know it's it's pride month this already <laughs> strikes an offensive tone but i i guarantee you it's not um this this concept of you know all these um all these company all these companies change their logos to like rainbow stuff and whatever and they're like happy pride month from exxon mobile and you're just like well that's fucking happy pride month from raytheon did we talk about that last or two years ago (laughs) i think so we might have yeah. yeah where it's like yeah like a lot of that's bad a lot of it's pandery but also like i I think that the sign that we see a lot of it is inherently good because at the very least companies are standing up for, you know, something that's like right yeah. and good sort of thing, you know, like happy pride month from Robitussin and cashew says, <laughs> um, it, it's one of those things where it's, it's like a mixed bag because yeah, I mean, you don't want 
people to sort of cynically abuse certain things and certain like social structures and stuff like that for for corporate gain and for profit and stuff like that. And I, I totally understand that point of view. But at the same time, the fact that like, you know, te- not not te- yeah, like 10, 20 plus years ago, it's just like you can go on Twitter now and see like a bunch of people celebrating LGBT pride. And it's like, that's better than the alternative. I know that it's like you don't want to go too far down the road of pandery, but I it's starting to bug me how everybody's just like, oh, it's just pandery. They're just like after profits. And it's like they were always just after profits. Yeah, this is every I, fucking corporation. It, it doesn't change anything. I, I, I see like the re like I, I feel like the reason people are mad is because it's like put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. And yeah, they're, they're absolutely. Not. Yeah. And yeah, it's like it's better than nothing and it's better than like the right. opposite. Um, and it's kind of the same thing last year with the um, like the uh, all out of the companies like with BLM and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And people were like complaining about and it was like the same thing. Like put your money where your mouth is. It's right. Which is a very valid concern or issue. But um, no, I, I grant I to your point, though, I have seen a lot of people like screenshotting every company's like rainbow uh rainbow logo or rainbow right, right. twitter header and being like <laughs> check this out what and a- it, it, it's just like it's the same point over and over again sort of thing like it's just like the same oh it's pandery it's like yeah so so is everything every company does like that's that's like the the critique of a lot of like different like media companies doing like woke branding and stuff like that is it's just like yeah we know that they're doing it to pander but like at the same time i would rather see you know uh, a bunch of black characters in a tv show than the mpaa saying actually there's too many black characters in this movie you should cut it down by half like to me that's way worse and that's like what fucking reality was not that long ago and it's like I don't know, maybe just the the wheels of progress fucking move slowly, but at the same time, it's just like, eh, I don't, to, to keep having the same critique of, like, it's pandering, it's like, every, everything's pandering. Yeah. Everything's pandering all the time. They just want your money. We all understand that. Fuck them, but at the same time, like, it's at least the right point of view, maybe. June Bat in the chat says, I think Pride is, all, is also very LG and not the rest of it, which is annoying and frustrating for the rest of the people as a resident T as the LGBT. So, um, and that's something I, mean, I think I have seen more movement towards that this year, I feel like, yeah. than other years. Yeah. And like you said, wheels of progress and everything. And again, far be it for, you know, us to see. I feel like it's a weird conversation to have, but, you know. Well, yeah, I'm not speaking on this from point of authority. But no, I'm, I, I'm I know speaking on this yeah. from like batting down the people that like, are just like stick it because I feel like the same like the the point of view also feeds into the same point of view of the people that are against LGBT. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of it at a certain point becomes indecipherable when people are like, oh, it's just pandering to the woke crowd. It's like, you know who else says it's pandering to the woke crowd? The people that don't want to see gay people in a movie like And you like my whole point is just to like fucking take a fucking bat and like push those people away just to be like, I know that there's a critique of that and stuff like that. And yeah, as the chat's pointing out, 
it's not the the most uh it's not the greatest thing for two two straight white cis dudes to be talking about this type of stuff but you know at the same time when they're also saying like yeah like as as, as states are putting anti-trans youth laws and sports where it's like right and then it's it, it, i can see the frustration that comes with it where it's like we have a, uh, a pink and blue flag in our logo. It's like, yeah, but like... And we about- supported these uh, We supported these uh, representatives that voted for the bill. Like, that totally... I 100%. Like, fuck those people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we've c- kind of covered about all we can cover with this I subject. I hope so. Uh, Chat, uh, is there anything we missed? If I can get a... Or Kibi. Or Kibi. Uh, here's a statement from the third cis white straight guy. Um, <laughs> Please. Uh, it definitely is, like, really, like, bad and shitty that, like, they are, like, you know, pro- trying to profit off of this thing and, like, this thing that shouldn't be about, like, making profits and, like, pandering. But at the same time, yeah, it, it I, I do think that there are, people are complaining just a little bit too much. It should, it should be indicative that things at least have changed. Because, like you said, like twenty yeah, years yeah. ago, you never you catch a company dead, you know. Oh, talking about not. Like, yeah, right, right. Exactly. The fact yeah. that gay people exist, you know, like nobody. Yeah. Like, it wasn't a widely publicized fact that people, you know, who aren't straight white cis guys. Well, I mean, I guess not the white people knew that other races existed, but um, <laughs> true, true. Uh, people in the LGBT, like the, the people, didn't. That wasn't a widely spread fact. Like, if you knew, you knew, but like they weren't going to tell you about it on TV or radio or anything. Um, right. Or there's ways to like promote it that's less sort of tokeny mm-hmm. and a little more, you know, like oh, here's sort of the reality of the city. It's more like if, more if it was like a very special episode of a sitcom. Yeah. Right. Right. Like yeah. Um, which actually, I just I watched a really interesting uh, video about like. Uh, the way that Frasier treated gay characters on the show uh, versus other sitcoms and how it was just like this normal thing and they didn't like make it this huge thing of like, oh, Frasier like realizes that a man's hitting on him and he like becomes like offended and angry and stuff like that. He would just like treat it like it was normal and how like back in the 90s, back in back back in the 90s, back in 1994, like that was sort of groundbreaking to like mm-hmm. actually have gay characters on TV and treat them like they were normal fucking people, you know, as opposed to like a punchline, which I think is interesting, you know. So what's your punishment? Um careful now. I don't I I I just I think my my whole issue with it is primarily people, Kevin, like you said, um <laughs> the chat's asking you to punish them. June Bat says punish me, Grant. Um I think my my main issue, Kevin, is you you had said something along the lines of like people will just like tweet out an image of like just all of the companies that are doing this and say like come on really and it's like here's here's the punishment um talk about it better I think I think that's the punishment is like talk like we talked about uh, some of these anti trans bills and stuff like that if if whatever Walmart Corporation donated money to a to some of the representatives that voted for some of these bills, um, then by all means, if Walmart puts up a, you know, a, a rainbow logo or something like that, like, and you can point out the exact hypocrisy, but I, I would 
say like this this should have just like this this weird blanket punish which uh surprise surprise that's the whole segment is the blanket punishment um for like just to look to look at everything in a hole and say like oh this is bad is like i don't not the best critique of why it's bad you know what i mean mm-hmm. okay I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about. I don't it, know if really. there's anything else um, to, to say. I think about we're all kind of on the same page, and anything more could be uh, venturing into some dangerous territory. So let's move on. Well, before actually, before uh, we, if you haven't listened, oh, go yeah, ahead. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, I just well, wanted to bring up well, one last, tiny thing. Uh, uh, and this isn't uh, like about like the the hate or anything. I just want to bring up uh, the Entertainment Weekly one that's just a rainbow flag and just says "you" on it, like. Is this what? Uh, in 2017, Entertainment Weekly tried to like do the rainbow flag icon thing, but since their initials are EW, it was just a rainbow flag with a big white E on it. Oh, and it was okay, like really okay. awful. And it's just hilarious yeah, that they didn't that's... realize what they were doing. And I, I will admit, though, I, I do love big flubs like that from big companies. Oh, yeah, like they're, any, cool. any they're ad- always hilarious. Any attempt at progressiveness that just comes across or just a, com- a complete like and, disaster. And to be fair, again, like that's, I think, totally worth criticism when they do stuff like that. But just to, again, to point out like, oh, you changed your your logo to a to a rainbow. It's just like, I think we can do better than just to be like, well, that's bad. Like, why is it bad? You know, get to the heart of the matter. Yeah. Don't just... Don't just tweet things out in 150 characters is my point. I think that's the main problem with everything we talk about th- on this show. Just put put a little more thought and effort into what you're saying. Now we got limits. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, uh, if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence the perpetrators to a cruel and often uh, quite unusual punishment. So... Let's talk about this one really quick. I want to. This is sort of a follow-up story. Oh um, yeah, this is important. This is important news information. This is uh, for any of uh, any film bros out there. Uh, you're going to want to listen up because Paddington Two has lost the top movie spot on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh no! I know about a, a month or so ago we talked about how Citizen Kane had the top spot, and they they unearthed a negative review from uh god i don't know whatever it was but basically it was like from the chicago tribune from like the 40s where they said like yeah it's not that great and then it went down to 99% putting paddington 2 as the top rated movie for whoever cares about this kind for, of crap yeah users of uh rotten tomatoes and for literally nobody else who cares so just th- this headline makes me laugh though it says paddington 2 loses top movie of all time honor due to newly added bad review you want to click on that grant yeah here it is this is upsetting oh like, you mean the the article you mean the hollywood reporter article so let's see here yeah they uh like is this is this what we've resorted to like digging up negative reviews of movies just to move them up or down a list who gives a fuck and it's all these reviews from only the the people who are the most accredited to talk about it you know it's a fucking bear in a raincoat (laughs) like yeah so yeah it says here yeah the negative review for citizen kane was from 1941 in the chicago tribune uh you want to go down a little bit here so yeah there is a um a new one from uh let me see from 2017 that was critical of paddington 2 oh my god yeah and i guess i what is is citizen kane back up at the top spot here 
I don't know what's at the top spot. Uh, what's what's number one now? Joe Dirt? Yeah. Uh, Joe Dirte actually, is what it's pronounced. So, yeah, I mean, let me see here. What does this say? So, which film has clawed it, its way to the top and taken Paddington's honeypot title? It doesn't say. It doesn't say. What the f- Do I have to go to Oh, no, no. Rotten- that would be 1999's Toy Story 2. Really? That's like the worst. I'm, I'm not saying really? like the worst I, of the trilogy. See, I don't, I don't. This is like muckraking, but for dumb movies. Yeah, it's the stupidest shit. I don't care. Yep. Uh, so if you, if anyone at home wants to dig up a negative review of Toy Story Two from 1999, perhaps you can um really you make, can, uh, waste your time that way. Really make a wave. Yeah, really, really. Uh, you're really uh, making change in this world. Change history. Spending. You know, you only got one life, you know, use it wisely. Let's just race to the bottom with this. Just like, just make every movie the worst movie. Let's just like every, every single movie. Let's review bomb all of them, you know? And uh, this is only, of course, for critic reviews, not audience scores. No, I'm saying audience are now critics. Like what? I think what's so great about being a fucking critic. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And that's what my punishment for this is merge the two audience and critics in one. Who cares? None of this shit fucking matters. Yeah, like what, what makes the critics' review of a movie better than the average person's? I don't know. Like I'm gonna- I really don't know. I mean, it's. I mean, like I I study film and broadcasting in college, and I is that all you need is like a degree that says like you took a class where they made you watch a Charlie Chaplin movie or two. Yeah, right. And now you can write about movies for a living, and then your opinion is higher up than the peons below i'm I'm gonna trust my friend who i know has similar tastes like as me more than i am right that's all you need absolutely i mean same for me i mean i i don't like i mean i think less and less credence is taken in terms of any sort of review culture anymore like for media um like it used to be like all this oh did you hear uh, such and such video game about a, a seven point nine out of ten, and now it's like who fucking cares, man? Yeah, it's, it's like just like if you I, like, I like the it, thing. my yeah. friends like it. We're having fun. Who you know doesn't matter. It's all you know. Right. It doesn't matter. Sleep science says, man, I couldn't disagree with that more. Ha ha. It's not fucking funny. Sleep science. Shut up. I'm gonna move that one over here again. I'm yeah. Gonna see, I'm gonna I'm gonna read what I'm he's- just trying to create space, folks. We got a dual monitor situation going on right now. And, uh, you know, it's it's we're we're le- we're learning things. We're navigating spaces. We didn't exist before. You know, Sleep it. science also says I was responding to what June bat said, but he he also says critics exist. So you can find the ones who take whose taste you align with. So you can use them as a tool for recommendations. I guess, man, like that could also just be like a trusted friend or coworker or whatever. I, you know, I guarantee I, if I any of these the- movie critics got a YouTube channel, they'd all be just like the nostalgia critic. Or they could also be like Red Letter Media, who also explicitly in a lot of their videos say like, hey, we're just two dudes talking. We're just two dudes having a conversation. I don't know why people get so upset at us when we talk about these things, but you talk about things with your friends. We're talking about things with our friends. This is what we think about this movie. So and right. he says here, uh, Red Letter Media are absolutely movie critics. So like, what's the? But what's they're the, approaching it from a different perspective. So if you of make saying that there's like an authoritative number to be placed on a piece of art, you know what I'm saying? And if you make a YouTube channel that puts you in a different category of human being, 
<laughs> basically for movie reviews. That's all you need. Just a YouTube account. Right. I mean, in this in this case, we're also movie critics because we do fire bros. Like, and we're just a couple of schmucks. I guess I can't trust your opinions do a, True, true. On anything. Anything. That's true. Anyone who listens to the show knows that. Uh, but let's move on. They want, uh, what do you want to talk about here next, Grant? I don't know. Let's let's see what's on the docket. Um, I got one. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> oh boy. Let's talk about uh, what what was her name on the on the show? Ellie Kemper. She she, well, K- she Kimmy that- Kimmy Schmidt, aka Ellie Kemper. Oh no. Do you, do you all get it? Because what was that? Remember, she was in that Derek comedy video a long time ago, like Dry Blowjob. That was college humor or college humor. Yeah. yeah same difference whatever. um so i guess she was crowned whatever so this is <laughs> the way that most people saw it and i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this up on the uh on the screen a lot of people saw this tweet here that says um so was no one gonna tell me ellie kemper aka kimmy schmidt was crowned kkk queen in 1999 and then there's this picture that says uh, Elizabeth Claire Kemper as the 1999 veiled prophet queen of love and beauty is attended by her pages. What does that mean? Is she a prophet? Veiled prophet of it's love some, and beauty. It's some weird fucking. I I don't even know how to. It's it's some weird like group that does some sort of something. Like I, I mean, can't, it sounds I can't weird. It sounds it perhaps somewhat cult like. Uh, yeah. people, people are saying it's the KKK. I, I don't know if it's if it, it is or isn't. It isn't. Um, there's like a weird history of like whatever. So like this this Rolling Stone article says that uh, the office star Ellie Kemper was linked to a white supremacist group da- group after a 22 year old photo of her surfaced on Twitter. The truth is more complicated. So they want you to read the article, hmm. which. Uh, I have to log in to do. Thanks a lot, RollingStone.com. Fuck you. But it, it, yeah, it's like some sort of organization or something like that that has racist roots that every organization has that they stopped doing a certain practice in like the 70s or something like that. But uh, people it, and maybe like some of the people had something to do with the KKK at some point or like it. It doesn't matter. None of the shit matters. It, it wasn't a KKK party. And she was like a, a kid or a teenager. Yeah, she was like, like used 19. to say she hasn't like wow. stopped believing in that. Yeah, or you know, that like older family members or something like that, if you're sort of like born into a certain yeah. tradition and you do like like I don't know. I'm I'm not to say that that's like d- dismissive of every instance of those types of things of, you know, oh, I'm 19, yeah. uh whatever that excuses away my behavior, but at the same time it's like yeah, I don't, I don't know. So yeah, I guess people are. I don't know. This is this is again whatever ridiculous. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about this. I don't know. A matter of fact, I don't know a single thing about it. Like aside from what we talked about here, um, I guess like won't watch The Office anymore. I don't have a Peacock account, so I uh, I had a conversation with a relative about this. Um, yeah, they, they, technically that's false. The group has no known affiliation with the Ku Klux Klan, but the group's history is still deeply problematic, as you can imagine that it would be. Um, and they do this like ball or something like that. And then she was 
crowned what the 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 queen of the fucking ball, and that's that's basically it. So she got prom queen. Yeah, she was the racist prom queen. Okay, that's that's it. That's why people are upset. All right. Well, so I, I I'm having a conversation with a with a relative about this, and my relative goes, "Oh, uh, you know, did you see? Uh, they're trying to cancel." the girl from the office. Like, this is how people talk nowadays. You know, I yeah, talked about cancel I, I, yeah. culture. Uh, one of my relatives was like, did you see they're trying to cancel the woman from the office? And I was like, cancel her from what? And she was like, well, cancel her. Like, because she she was in some KKK thing or something like that. They, they're trying to cancel her. And I'm like, well, can't like cancel her from what? Like, like what's she in right now? And she's like, oh, she's, she's not like currently acting in anything right now. And I'm like, so cancel her for fucking what? She's like, I don't know. They're trying to whatever. I'm like, that's just criticism. They're just criticizing the thing. Like, and there's better and worse criticism, but who cares? You know, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it, it's it's something to, it's something to talk about at the water cooler, you know? Yeah. Hey, you hear that chick from the office is a fucking Nazi. Yeah, I heard about that. Wow. I did not see that coming. And this is culture now, you know? It's, this is kind of what we have to bond over right. uh, things with each other. Yeah. How lovely. Uh, why don't we get to one more news story? Yeah, well, we, we got a Punisher, though. Oh, yeah. Um, trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, maybe she could... Uh, hold on. I, I got it here. Um, we also have the wheel. Could, I was No, she should join not the Black Panthers, but the Mac Panthers. <laughs> good uh great callback great callback yeah you know something different right yeah but let's do one more um i feel like we could get to this one because this is sort of an interesting topic for conversation yeah yeah definitely let's um so people people be talking about things right you know how people people talk mm-hmm. well lately what people are talking about we we've had this whole pandemic and those of us that survived our way through it were lucky enough to survive, and those who weren't lucky enough to survive through it are dead. But the ones of us that are remaining, um, the world has changed. A little bit. There was a pre-pandemic world and a post-pandemic world, and the the world that we find ourselves in now is one where a lot of people saw the coding behind the matrix you know they they saw how people reacted to things they saw how a lot of institutions that were put there to protect us in these times didn't protect us and just said you're fucking on your own and you know the the reaction to that has been pretty sort of astoundingly strong and there is now backlash to that reaction. So this article that I have pulled up from the New York Post is these workers were asked to return to the office and they quit their job instead. Yeah, because I heard there was a KKK queen there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not to mention that Jim. Woof. <laughs> so a lot of people are working from home, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Understood. People yep. are working from home. There's there's like a job crisis happening where people are like 
hey, we can't hire anybody to work our shitty McDonald's job. Why not? And people go, because the fuck McDonald's, because fuck you people like you're refusing to raise them the minimum wage. You're refusing to like uh, pay people fucking enough money to live. Like, why would I work at McDonald's when I can just fucking collect unemployment and make more money off of that? So long as it's like, you know, available for me to do that. Why would I go fucking work back at McDonald's? And same thing with a lot of people who, you know, before the pandemic, they were working a normal job. They'd go to an office during the pandemic, they got to work from home. People's lives changed as a result. They got to spend more time with their family. They got more time to oh, do yeah. things that they wanted to do. They weren't like scrutinized for eight hours a day where like their fucking job overseer would just fucking stare at them for eight hours and be like, are you, you're, you're not on Facebook, are you? Are you working? Are you doing your job? Oh, yeah. And like a lot of people as a result are just like, Oh, you're going to require me to do this. I'm just, I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do Everything that anymore. Just I'm just not going to go back in. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I, and I've been fortunate enough to be able to work from home during the pandemic. And even now as it stands indefinitely. So, right. Uh, because it's a fucking waste of time to commute. Right. And a lot of people have been moving the a lot culture, of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like you don't need, I mean, like and the thing too, is a lot of, a lot of these companies are also realizing they don't have to waste the rent money to buy out. Right. These office spaces, if the same shit's getting done at home and hell, if and if they're feeling charitable enough, they can pass along the savings to their employees, pay them more. They're happier. I'm not saying that's happening very often, but it could be. And it's a possibility. But um, actually, really I've, I've heard that people have been doing the opposite, that they're like, oh, well, since you don't have to pay money to commute anymore, we're going to pay you like less. And that's stupid. That's very stupid. They have the power to do it. They're your fucking employer. I know. It's stupid. Fucking. Yeah, it's dumb. Okay. It's really it's true. So yeah, these people here are saying, uh, I don't want to go back to the office. I don't like water cooler talk. I don't like people breathing down my fucking neck. Right. I like being in my home. Maybe they have kids or pets. They get to spend time with them. Like I know people who had to, you know, drive an hour and a half to work, hour and a half back. Dude, that's fucking killer. That's man. three hours of their day that they now have to spend with their kids or just fucking relax after a long day of work and they get the same amount of shit done, you know, and I'm thankful too. Cause it's like, you know, I, yeah, I have a day job, but I can also use that extra time to funnel it into doing more stuff for thought cops, for example. Like, you know, I, I, I'm not right. as worn out by having to do this extra bullshit every day and I can like use the energy and transfer it to whatever else we got to do. So I don't blame these people for not wanting to go back. Is what I'm saying. Right. And the backlash is towards these people that are like it's it's another the millennials are killing the mayonnaise industry. The millennials are killing the job industry. The millennials are killing every industry and there was another article that was written that was like, "Oh, millennials are running out of time to accumulate wealth before they have no money for retirement." And it's like we have an entire generation of people, now it's going to be two generations of people that just have no fucking money. And you're complaining that people don't want to go back to work because you're not paying anybody enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's it. Agreed. Especially like, you know, places like McDonald's, like we said, they didn't raise their pay during the pandemic or anything to help people during that time. So, like, why right. would people want to go there again if, you know, what if the pandemic outbreaks again? We all have to go back into like lockdown and have to have to have more money again. 
they're not going to raise if they already showed they're not going to raise the pay why do i want to work there right and cashews in the chat here says despite these stories and studies being uh true i'm tired of being reminded of it constantly on social media please stop telling me i'm going to be poor forever hey you and me both yeah yeah Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and there's there's also like celebrate good times. Come on. Woo! Just trying to get the energy up, you know? There's also an aspect to it too where it's like I feel like you see this a lot in like some of these public freak out videos especially, but I feel like this is indicative of like more and more people's just sort of take on things is where people see like service industry workers and they're like you're my servant like people literally think these like they're like less and less i hope that's happening i feel like there's a lot more than you think that there is you know what i mean like i know that like having a freak out video go viral on the internet of some woman screaming at a mcdonald's employee but like i feel like there's a prevalent ideology towards people that work these types of jobs where it's like the customer's always right the customer's always like the whole throughout the whole pandemic you want to talk about pandering it's like oh our frontline workers uh and yeah, it's I like just and we're not, we're not that. doing anything to raise their money they're our essential workers we salute you. how about instead of saluting people you give them more fucking money because that's any, all anybody fucking needs or wants in this world uh, is enough money to be able to fucking survive you heroes know heroes work here yeah, yeah. fuck you <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, this shit, yeah, this makes me angry. I think we're all on the same page. Um, yeah. yeah. God. What do you think, Oprah? Let's see what she has to say. Completely silent oh, on the wow. issue. Ugh. Unbelievable. Up, distribute some of that wealth. Evil. Truly. Truly. Uh, so what's the punishment? Everybody gets to stay home and be a neat fuck it who no cares? education who employment or training yeah well neat. and that's the thought cops word of the week by the way neat i, I don't think now. that's come up yet i don't think so either that's maybe well yeah. i know i was like i feel like it should have by maybe now. it did whatever it is today deal with it it's not like my memory towards the word of the week is like ironclad i don't remember last week's word of the week mm, it was roasty oh, okay yeah i remember <laughs> that now now i don't want to remember yeah um so yeah, I guess uh let's see what move on a little bit here. Um Oh, it's like Grimes made that TikTok that everybody's complaining about where she's like, uh the quickest way to communism is through AI and it's like, yeah, so we just get get robots to do all the fucking work. How about that? How about we do what robots were invented to do in the first place? All the robots do all the work and you just get to hang out and enjoy your fucking life. Yeah, yeah that sounds great. I think a why, robot. Why the fuck do we have jobs? Yeah, man? let's let's get people a universal basic income, and a robot can mix my Eminem McFlurry. Yeah, uh, but let's move along though. Uh, we already did the word of the week, so let's do key to the city. Something nice, something <laughs> swell, something great. We saw perhaps uh, my key to the city goes to this. Uh, I saw this like little mini documentary about the animation evolution of the Simpsons over the last years. It was on the, I guess on insider or whatever. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, I, I, you know, obviously I'm a big Simpsons fan and the animation, I mean, the show's still going on for some reason, uh, unfortunately, but it, it talks about how the different techniques changed even in the early seasons and just 
a lot of cool stuff like that. Um, and even like I, I looking at some of how they animated certain scenes in the prime era of the show, just a hand drawn animation with the, the big bulgy eyes. And like they gave him like big pupils too. It felt very much in line with the tone and the humor and stuff. And like that, oh, you yeah, know, for it being an animated show, that's a big part of it where it's sometimes like the HD uh, animation, you know, maybe doesn't quite lend itself as well uh, in the same, in the same for what they're going for yeah, specifically. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, cooler than I thought it was going to be. So if you're a Simpsons head like me, check it out. If you have a Simpsons tattoo on your right upper arm like Kevin, check Maybe it out. Maybe you want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, Kibi, what's your uh, key to the city? Something cool or good that you saw? Uh, staying on the tone of animation, uh, my key to the city is going to Newgrounds.com. Uh, Hell yeah. We've, we've been talking about Newgrounds actually quite a bit on this show recently, how they have sort of like stood their ground, their new ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, At and, this point, it's old ground. Oh, they should, hey, uh, can they change the URL, please? <laughs> um, but no, we, we were saying here before you get to your um, statement, just about how it is this, it's still very much like an independent. Oh, yeah. it's As far as I know, ind- independently run, you know, without the bullshit that YouTube is going it through, for example, where it's all, yeah. It definitely was fading into obscurity, but then uh, Friday Night Funkin' brought it back. Mm-hmm. That's oh. that like that big rhythm flash. Yeah, thing? yeah, it's it's a it's, it's a crossover. Uh, it's a rhythm game like Parappa, but like it has a bunch of original characters and a bunch of characters from Newgrounds showing up in it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool, and that's a very uh, very smart idea to keep that legacy going because I like again I mentioned the early two thousands internet culture before Newgrounds was a huge part of that uh, in that era especially, and I'm I'm cool to, you know I'm 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 cool to see I'm happy to see that Newgrounds is still maintaining some kind of relevancy in, yeah. in the same degree. You know, I mean, there's a lot of other animators and illustrators I follow on Twitter as well who are still somewhat prominent on Newgrounds, yeah. and they're still putting out a lot of, um, like, collaboration projects and stuff. It and definitely became a lot of, like, an underground area, but Friday Night Funkin' really just propelled it back into the, into the spotlight, you know? Early 2020, you asked someone who Pico was, no one would know. Now everybody knows who Pico is and Tankman and all of them. Is uh, Tom Fulp still running New Browns? Yes, and he's still in charge of it. Nice. It's amazing. Didn't he just recently follow you on Twitter? He followed me Wasn't on New Browns. Uh, did I see you? Oh, on New Browns. Yes. Yeah, I got gotcha. That's cool. Congrats. Uh, thank you. Thank nice. you. Uh, it's like, uh, I saw, I think it was one of the dev- developers of Friday Night Falcon. They said it's kind of like a rite of passage on New Browns for Tom Fulp to follow you. Because, you know, that means that you're putting good stuff out on the platform. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And being recognized for it. And you're, um, you're, you're a bit, like, you're, how old are you, QB? I'm, uh, I almost said 20. I'm, I just turned 21, uh, on the 24th. I, I was going to say, yeah, I knew you're a bit younger. That's crazy because you got to be like just about as old as Newgrounds.com, if yeah. not maybe even younger. Oh, shit. I mean, that's crazy. Even though I am this young, it, it still was a major part of my childhood. You know, I, I still played mm-hmm. like the Flash games, albeit, you know, ripped from Newgrounds and uploaded onto other websites. And I, sure, and right. I still like followed a lot of the creators and like watched a lot of the animations that originated on Newgrounds. Um, and, you know, it's, so it's all culminating and up to this. And I uh, actually sort of became I uh, became active earlier this year on Newgrounds, and it's just been a really great time. And uh, this is why I gave I'm giving it my key of the city. It's just such a great platform for creators in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Like 
if it wasn't for Newgrounds, I wouldn't have even started touching animation. Um, I know uh, Zwick in the chat here mentioned Smiling Friends. I I, I think what was it uh, Zach? Psychic um, I forget his Zach last Hayden. name. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Psychic Pebbles. Yeah, I, yeah. I believe he also started he on did, Newgrounds, and it, it's cool to see you know somebody who you know these people who do get their start in that in that arena uh, entering this sort of mainstream um, atmosphere mm-hmm. and getting their work out there, and it's not just from this bubble that everything else sort of exists and they're reaching into this definitely inner culture yeah and it's it's cool I it's like just it. such a it's, it's it's a great place it's so positive you'll get way more feedback there than you like would on any other platform like my animations like i mean like, except for the friday night funkin one that one blew up on youtube because it's a bunch of 12 year olds watching it but um <laughs> Uh, my animation is just, you know, when I upload them to YouTube, they typically get like a couple hundred views and that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. Newgrounds, I get so much feedback, like actual feedback, you know, people like saying what they liked about it or like what they thought needs that's to be cool. changed. On YouTube, I'll upload and they'll be like, ha ha, Evan Yalian, you know, like, yeah, get nothing. And then, and then again, goes to like something we talk about on the show a lot is just the algorithm and everything else that's practically ruined these oh, yeah that's platforms. that's a great thing yeah. about newgrounds doesn't have an algorithm and they don't collect any of your data either the website is like they don't sell data they don't collect data the websites run entirely on tom Fulp's money and money from supporters and that's super rare i know yeah. cashew in the chat says remember when ego raptor had disclaimers on his videos saying he would never re-upload them to youtube <laughs> lol <laughs> Uh, Grant, what's your key to the city? Uh, my key to the city this week goes to a video I saw on YouTube by the man known as H Bomber Guy. Well, we're just talking shit on YouTube, though. Not just kidding. Yeah, well, this is a guy that uh, this is a guy that makes content that happens to upload it to YouTube. Love that guy. No, I, I, I've seen a few of his videos. He's yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of really good ones. They are long, but. He also covers a lot of different topics in his videos. Um, I I think in a certain way he can be considered bread tube because a lot of it reverts back to politics. I mean, he's kind of who I think of when I think of bread tube, right? Personally, but yeah. Also, he does a lot of like you know, uh, like movie criticism or video game criticism, and it's all like really interesting. Um, he did like a one of those videos on like. Why sure? Why the the BBC Sherlock Holmes show sucks? And like, watch that one just. The other I had day. fallen off of it. Yeah, uh, I had fallen off of that show for a while because I really started feeling like it sucked. And then to have him make like a three hour long video on precisely why it sucks was like mind blowing. You it's know, like a whole episode of Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> so why watch? Why watch uh, multiple seasons of that show when you can just watch? the one video explaining why it's bad <laughs> your time is valuable exactly but he did he he made a video called vaccines a measured response and of course it's an hour and 44 minutes long but it it goes into the whole anti the whole modern anti-vax movement and like where the origin sort of came from and like dispelling exactly where and who and what started all of it and like how that's informing the current anti-vax situation we're seeing now Mm. you know 
Um, and it's it's of course like it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah you sort of remember hearing some of these things in the news and stuff like that, but like the detail to which I was unaware of some of the stuff was like mind blowing that this really one scientist slash doctor that uh you know had sort of said all these things about vaccines cause autism to the extent to which he was committing unethical child abuse in some of these tests and like the precisely how he went about doing these tests to prove it and like the whole situation of him pushing back against certain vaccines so that he could sell his own vaccine that he had patented days before putting out like you know this uh this study that proved that there's a link between vaccines and autism like just the amount of detail in watching this video was like just disgustingly astounding and the fact that like because of this we're seeing like half of the fucking population doesn't want to get fucking vaccinated for covid despite the fact that vaccines are like maybe one of the safest medical treatments we've ever devised Mm -hmm. is i i think it's it's like required viewing for people like even though i already got my vaccine should i still you should still watch it okay like it's like now more than ever do people need to like be aware of this type of shit because it's just i i don't know what a world we live in huh (laughs) what a world i watched it just the other day and it's incredible that like wasn't this like didn't it all go down in the 90s um late 90s early 2000s yeah so this is like before like the internet was huge right before like we had mass you know Mm -hmm. social media and communication so like it's incredible right. how he was got away with such a misinformation campaign during that time. Yeah. Yeah, like and just news uh news outlets just like ran with it and like one of one of the most harrowing aspects is when one of the one of the scientists that like scientists that helped him like put together his vaccine said that he had the cure to autism yes and it was in his own bone marrow and it's just this Jesus. lunatic fucking old man who's like my bone marrow cures autism Who isn't even a doctor that sounds like something from like a naruto villain or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean just like and to to think that this man is responsible for like the fact that half of the country still doesn't want to get fucking vaccinated because people don't know what's in the vaccination it's like the like I I can't fucking wrap my head around the fact that it wasn't even in America. Watch guy. watch the fucking video, right? And yeah. get it spread to our country so easily. Yeah, it's like a worldwide fucking thing. Uh, that being said, though, how, uh, speaking of content, Kibi, where can we find your social media and all your great animations, everything else you want to plug? Oh right, uh, I guess we'll start with Twitter. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Kibi Astrocat. That's usually where you'll find my comics, uh, art, and stuff. I haven't been too on it making it lately because I've been too busy animating to actually like, draw actual, you know, full art pieces. Sure. Um, yeah. Turns out that takes out a lot of time. Uh, takes up a lot of time. But uh, you can find me there uh, at Kiwi Astrocat. That's K E E B Y, and then Astro, and then K A T. Um, at Kiwi Astrocat. Uh, the home of my animations and art forever probably will be Newgrounds. And you can find me there at uh, kb10.newgrounds.com. 
and it's a good excuse to get back to Newgrounds. Yes, yeah. really. While True. you're there, check it out. They have all sorts of great animations. Like I said, great art there. Uh, a ton of great games. Ton of great music. Even the audio community is incredible. There's even podcasts on there. There's podcasts. Yeah, Newgrounds? absolutely. There's an official Newgrounds podcast. We, even we got to get on there, Grant. We do. <laughs> I'd I'd love to hear that. Um, and then uh, I guess the last one I'll plug is uh, my YouTube. It's probably the one of these three that you know in my brain is the least important uh and that's just you just look me up kb10 that's the channel you'll know it if you see it uh stuff like friday afternoon or easy evangelion or evangelion mohammed's wrath uh just (laughs) stupid stuff we'll we'll go ahead and link to that in the description for anybody who uh wants to check that out which you should uh, before we get to our final segment of the show here, which is our listener voicemails, I just want to say again, if you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash thought cops. Uh, we got a bonus show on there for just two bucks a month. Uh, Fire Bros, where, of course, Grant and I play the important role of movie critics or any right. uh, media critics in general, and uh, which, of course, makes our opinion better than others. And uh, for $5 a month, you get to hang in the live chat, see the live video. You had the videos go up on YouTube, but you can see all the flubs and all the good stuff here. Watch us set up for 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, you're going to love it. Recording. No, I mean, that's that's uh, that's, that's uh, what I like to call growing pains. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, can and I want to give a shout out. Oh, go sorry, ahead. sorry, go ahead. sorry. I don't, I don't mean to interrupt. I, I thought you were done. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> um, just one last plug. Uh, keep an eye on uh, the accounts uh, on Twitter at GiggleCorp. And on Newgrounds, uh, gigglecorp.newgrounds.com. I'm working on Gigglecorp. Okay. I'm working on an animation with with my friend for that, and it's going to be big. Awesome. So far, that's uh, the, the audio. We have a full storyboard for it. The audio is up to like ten minutes long. It's going to be a big thing. Cool. It's yeah, great. keep us keep us in the loop. I will. I yeah, will. just follow follow Kibi for all the uh, all the great latest and greatest, basically. Yep. Um, and I do want to say uh, in regards to the patron, I want to give a thank you, not uh, not a new patron, but an updated patron, uh, Logan Watson. Thank you, Logan. Uh, if you he, wanna... he dropped his amount down. We don't he have was... to fucking say that part. I'm just trying to gr- I'm trying to fucking God damn it. <laughs> trying to show some <laughs> honest to a fault. <laughs> they don't have to know that part. Whatever. Thank you, Logan, for giving us anything. All right, man. We appreciate Thank it. Thank everybody for giving us anything. Thank you if you're not giving us anything and you're just listening. But hey, if you want to, you know, you get all these extra bonuses. Now the all chat's these saying, can perks. I get a shout out for giving you less money? God damn it. You see? this? No, is, that was the one time. Ha- yeah. That was the one time. Nobody else. You, uh, If you up your pledge, I'll kiss your ass next week. Yeah. Um, and again, that address is patreon.com slash thoughtcops. Uh, before we uh, get to those voicemails, though, you can give us a call. That's free. Uh, 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Hit it. This is the Discord news for this week. Oh, wow. Oh. All the news worth reporting from the virtual streets of Neo-Chicago. This week saw the release of Knockout City, an amazing dodgeball game that the boys have been playing and therefore too busy to do the news. This week's Discord oh my news God. has been presented to you by me, Leo the Incredible. <laughs>
And hashtag lifts 688 attacks up, <laughs> posted fuck? how he strapped his legs to his workout bench to do hamstring curls, which led to them cramping up painfully and leaving him lying on his bench helplessly, trying to wiggle out of the straps. <laughs> This past Monday, Fendi Belts and Realtree committed an act so heinous, we don't know if it can ever be forgiven. He neglected to post Gayfield. In hashtag general, members of the server had an argument about the merits of getting vaccinated. This led to an old conversation being brought back up where the server debated which vaccine jokerifies, bimbofies, and monkeyfies. Send in your pics in a voicemail for next week. After Slime posted a long rant about his roommate burning a pizza in a cardboard pizza box, right after 688 Attack Sub posted a copypasta, many users mistook Slime's near-death experience as a copypasta as well. Oh hashtag God. New Chicago, a few members argued about the price and the HOA fees for a house they couldn't afford if they worked for three lifetimes. By the way, the HOA is a perfect representation of libertarian government. In hashtag Normie Safe Space, racism won in a poll pitting non-racist dogs against racist ones. Oh my God. This week's Discord News has been presented to you by Dodgeball Yosef and IO Ball Dodger. All right. Thank you, guys. I guess. You know, I was anticipating uh, good work again. Because I, I looked up. Well, yeah, where the hell? I looked up sports before the show because I keep on hearing about it in this Discord news bit. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> And we don't know what it is either. We, we, we do the show. We still have no fucking idea. I read a idea. whole article yeah. about it. I, who knows? You still don't get it after that? I read that? a whole article. It gave me a headache. Sounds about right. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel, too. Hey, it's your boy, Brandon Kirkman. It's been a little bit. I, I haven't been checking yeah, like this. I turned off like the whole uh, notifications. and I, I've been a free man since, but that means I haven't been really responding to when I should recall. Anyways, I heard you guys are having on Kiwi. I don't really know him that well, but I saw that Newsground stuff. And I started thinking about that Newsground animation from like 2002 with like a stick figure, and they play Dragula by Rob Zombie, and he goes around and murders people. <laughs> oh, that's cool. cool. I don't remember what it's called, so... Uh, Can you guys remember that one? Anyways. I can't. <laughs> There we go. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, and also, uh, Free Palestine. Uh, I'm getting political now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. From the bathroom. Um, so, a, a stick figure animation where a guy runs around killing people to Rob Zombie's Dragula. That does sound like 2002. It also sounds like yeah. it could be a lot of animations. <laughs> Yes, but like especially from that time period. Yeah, I hate that. That like I don't hate it, but like that immediately when he said that, I had this like warm feeling of nostalgia in me. I'm like, ah, oh, that reminds me of my uh, my formative years. You know, right, right. I always think of like uh, the Group X ones. You know, you remember Group X? Who's that? I don't know. Is I that? I, I think I think I remember they did fifty five. I saw somebody mention in the chat earlier Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Yeah. That was a fucking banger. Uh, that guy's still around making yeah, music. Neil Lemon Demon. Yeah, Lemon Demon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, he's uh, wait, that's Neil Cicero. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Thought you couldn't a... tell by the voice? I, I, I guess Lemon not. Demon, Potter Puppet no. Pals, all that stuff. I'm calling in bitches for um, a rare key to the city. Um, oh, wow. Discovered this YouTube channel called Prim's Hood Cinema. That is Prim, P-R-I-M-M, Prim's Hood Cinema. Uh, he is the dude who reviews uh, hood slash black people movies, uh, specifically like gangster movies from like the 90s and 2000s. 
Um, he's super funny. Um, some of the movies he recommends are quite good. And then some of them he just roasts, like that really shitty Tupac biopic. And he's currently doing R. Kelly's Trap in the Closet. It's so fucking funny. So if you want to, like, watch, like, some funny um, reviews, um, definitely recommend this dude. Check him out. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Sounds great. Remember when we do that in the show, Grant? We always go, check it out. You still do that. That you I just do. Did it. I yeah. do. But I feel like that was a bigger part of the show at one point. That was like a punchline to so many things where somebody <laughs> would mention something and one of us would go, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's so stupid. But I remember we did it like almost uh, every episode. Right. Uh-huh. And good evening to you thought cops, my friends. Once again, it is Leo the Incredible gracing your voicemail on this Absolutely excellent Thursday evening. Once more. And Sunny twice, shining, yeah. Gentlemen, everything is great. Everything's opened up again. It feels like freedom, and that's such a great thing. Now, Grant, normally I might go on about Paper Mario here, but let's set that aside. That, that's a conversation for another day, my friend, and I know you'll get to it. And Kevin, that's right. on that day he does do it, you will give him that affirmative man nod once he's beaten the game. Oh, I owe you that six-pack, too. next week's voicemail. Oh, yeah. Hopefully. Nonetheless, let's move on uh, to the, what is it, the meat and potatoes. Why is every why is everybody doing their own show in the middle of our show all of a sudden? All, all these people that leave their voicemails, they have segments to their voicemails. They have splorts ball segments. <laughs> He's moving on to his own meat and potatoes. We, we I like to think we've inspired a uh, a new generation of content creators. You know, they're all you know they've they're, they've taken up what we've put down. I I suppose so. Well, yeah. like I don't want to say too. I'm 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 like also somewhat thrown off because. Uh, you know, he's calling in, I'm presuming from his phone on these normal voicemails, but then right. hearing him on Discord news, he sounds so clear. He must have used a yeah, different, different yeah, yeah, different gear, which I'm not sure why uh, he, he chose to go back to the phone. Uh, I mean, whatever works for you, man. Um, let's let's say the rest he's, of this. He's been streaming, too, which is interesting. That's true. Actually, his his voice here sounds like Calculon, but when he streams, he sounds like Brain from Pinky and the Brain. So. So kind of the same again, like the transatlantic. Yeah, but it it, it sort it goes back and forth. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. interesting. Anyway, of oh, this voicemail, it's a question, gentlemen, and a question I also pose to your guest, Kiwi. Oh. My question is this: Imagine a world where every video game you know of, every video game that's ever been made, is now gone. Which one, gentlemen? Which one are you the most sad over? that it is no longer here, that it has been wiped from this plane. Which one can you just refuse to live with and share your answers with your viewers? Let me know. I'm genuinely curious. Other than that, other than that amazing question, (laughs) that's all I have this evening. I hope you guys have a great week. The viewers have a great week. And everybody is just Love the positivity. All right. Leo out. Oh, thanks, Leo. So basically, like, what is your favorite yeah, video game? Yeah, I was going to say. What would yeah. you be most sad to your, see? Your Desert Island video right about way. I mean, I, 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 I guess I would say, like, probably the Nintendo 64 Zeldas. I feel like those are, like... Yeah. I, I mean, they, they hit me at the right time. They, I feel like... I mean, they're just, to me, perfect games. And, um, you know, that I'd be... I mean, yeah, it would suck not to have... He says no. You have to pick one. One, probably Ocarina of Time. Then, 
fuck. But I mean, yeah, it would, it would be uh, it would be a bummer if we just didn't have video games at all. Yeah. I mean, I I like, and we've we've had this discussion too many times. I I like Majora's Mask better than Ocarina of Time, but man, if if I had to pick one between the two, I think I would have to pick Ocarina of Time. I think I would have like because Majora's Mask almost sort of doesn't make sense as its own like standalone game whereas ocarina of time yeah. does and same thing i mean i i like hear the music from the game and it's like i get fucking i got fucking goosebumps right now fucking thinking of the music from fucking ocarina of time that, it's like, like the music title sequence the title yeah, sequence amazing. like every aspect i i have to agree with you actually that it it'd probably be ocarina of time now again i I like Majora's Mask better, but I, you couldn't do Majora's Mask without Ocarina of Time first, you know? Exactly, exactly. Kibi, what's your choice? Mur- uh, stick figure murder simulator? Yeah, that's definitely got to be it. <laughs> um, no, uh, my gut instinct is Undertale, since that is my favorite game, but... Okay. I've never played it But still. I feel like the one I would be most sad about is actually Minecraft. Yeah, I mean, that's a... I mean, I, I never got into the whole Minecraft thing, but it, it's a monumental game on yeah. so many levels. It's, right. it's, um, and like, I mean, they both, both the ones you mentioned I are. I just spent so much time um, in Minecraft. I've had so much fun with friends in Minecraft. It's It'd be hard to imagine that just all never existing. And that that's actually a very good point I didn't consider with my answer because something to be said about the memories you have from a lot of these multiplayer games. Mm-hmm. Right. And stuff like that, where like Minecraft is a great example where that, you know, it's not just tied to like, oh, I had this great experience playing through this game. It's I this was a social thing for me. Yeah. And this is how I'm presuming you probably met people through Minecraft and bond or bonded with people you already knew in I Minecraft. Not, anybody, I'm not trying to say like would, in Minecraft. It's like, definitely right, been a bonding right. experience for pretty much every friend I've ever had. Right, right. And yeah, like somebody in the chat here said like uh, GoldenEye on 64 was um, another kind of example of that. See, and I sort of get that aspect to a certain point, but I also feel like the the experience of like playing like GoldenEye with a group of people or playing Mario Kart was always like a fun one. But like the, the whole experience of like being a child and like being Link... Mm-hmm. And like experience, like having this like sort of personal moment with some of these games is, I think, like what makes them, you know, sort of like stand out in my head where it's like, yeah, like you you have great experiences playing all these like different multiplayer games and stuff like that. But I always felt like for me, you know, being a being a depressed eight year old, <laughs> as you can imagine me being was like yeah you cling to stuff like that and it like it does have like a lot of meaning you yeah, for know? me minecraft is kind of that you know i i start first started playing right. it when i was 11 so <laughs> it's it's been like a thing that i played in as a kid and like like saw myself right, as right. the character and like i made my own worlds to be in but it's also been that social and, and that i mean i and i can't even imagine like what that would have been like to grow up with minecraft in that same way yeah, like yeah. building your own world yeah. and just that incredible social aspect so like that that's a that's a good answer which leo uh says these are all good answers in the oh, chat thanks list. leo he says for him his answer is a uh, final fantasy 3 is the game he'd miss the most which i'm assuming he probably means six uh maybe he can correct me there because um i think 
if he's talking about um, Final Fantasy 3 in America, it's Final Fantasy 6 in Japan. Final um, Fantasy 3 was on SNES, he says. Yeah. So it was 6. I don't know. I mean, yeah, exactly. So whatever, it, um, yeah, he said the game set a gold standard for my gameplay experience and very few games could get close to achieving. Okay, yeah, he says it's 6. Yeah, which, I mean, that's a, another very common answer. It's a beloved game uh, by many. Yeah. Especially from that era. Um, all right, well, that just about wraps up the voicemails. Uh, again, if you want to give us a call, it's 312-788-7361. Or you can send us an audio file to thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Again, if you want to donate to the Patreon, uh, it's patreon.com slash thoughtcops. This just in, we got an update. Uh, who, uh, John Elizabeth has updated their pledge by 50 cents. <laughs> so, hey, shout out. Shout out. You heard you heard what I said. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to kiss your ass next week. I'm kiss, kissing your ass this week. Thank you appreciate it our show wouldn't be here without you guys uh, truly greatly appreciate it Kibi thank you for coming on the show man yeah appreciate you coming on listening for a while it's great to come on I'm glad to hear that and uh, everybody else thank you for listening we'll see you next time see you space cop 